Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Mr. Bellyflopolis, the crocodiles are fake. Hello and welcome to Little Marty, the only podcast on the internet dedicated to covering the works of Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese, although these days mostly Adam Sandler. My name is Eric Halloween. And my name is Jeremy the Butcher. Hello. Uh, so, Jeremy, we are, uh, I'm telling you this because you, um, Jeremy has this thing where he doesn't remember podcasts that he records, <laughs> which is really, it's difficult because I have to like, every week I have to teach him like how to plug in an XLR cable and how to like, right? you know, uh, read. That's really the the most difficult part. But um, we are uh, we are a podcast about Adam Sandler, Martin Scorsese. We we started going chronologically through their uh, filmographies, and uh, we have reached the dreaded moment where uh, we have nothing left except for some <laughs> Scorsese's, right? Right. And uh, uh, mostly the Adam Sandler uh, era movies that uh, a lot of people um, don't like. And uh, so, yeah, so that's where we're at right now. But, Jeremy, mm-hmm. how are you feeling? How, how are you feeling at this point in the podcast? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, I have two minds. One is I do wish there were more Marty Scorsese movies to cover. Like, uh, you know, it is kind of feeling like the Adam Sandler podcast now at this point, uh, especially <laughs> yeah. since, like, even the Marty movies that we are covering – are in a lot of cases now concert footage or documentary stuff. So less and less films, although we did discover silence. So we did, we did just cover a film proper and have one more legitimate film to go. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of having a little bit of that fatigue. And also just because the holidays are coming up, Eric, of that, of that podcasting fatigue of that senioritis, you, you know what I'm talking about? Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, my dude. I'm skipping uh school every day. Mhm. Which is pretty easy to do when you don't uh go to school. I got to say. Um but Jeremy, you know, I feel you too and I think the funny idea behind this podcast of like switching gears from like you know, Happy Gilmore to uh Raging Bull and then back into like Big Daddy, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Right. That was fun. <laughs> it was fun and funny, and I think we didn't uh, we we did not anticipate uh, this moment that we're in right now. We but, did this uh, uh, we did this once before with another director who we will not name, where we accidentally left ourselves a huge helping of their films at the end of one of our runs, and boy oh boy, this is not quite feeling as bad as that did, but it's close. <laughs> well, Jeremy, I have uh, I have some solutions. Okay. Um, Hold on a second here. Okay. Well, uh, I think I can't remember if I mentioned this at the end of the regular show last week or the Patreon, 
But um, we uh, sort of proposed the idea of finishing out the Marty movies, knowing that we have like 20 Sandler movies left. <laughs> I don't well, know if it's that many, but it's probably close. I mean, we did work it out to where if we did two per every Marty movie, I think we would finish around the same time. Right, right. Yeah. We could we could do that. Could continue. Here's doing the thing. Yeah. We could cover um the works of uh-huh. either someone uh in the Well, here are two ideas. Someone with the name Marty or Martin. <laughs> I oh, think we could do. I love I, it. I I also think that could include the uh the works Back of Martin the Short. Movies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the Back to the Future the movies. Body. Um, and I'm currently looking uh, at IMDb to see who is named Mar- Martin. Martin, right? Well, there's Steve Martin. Uh, there's Martin Starr, but the works seems of Martin Starr about him. <laughs> uh, Marty Freeman. I don't know who that is. Uh, okay, Marty. Feldman? That's someone. That's, uh, let's see, Young Frankenstein. There is mm. Martin Short. Here's the other idea, Jeremy, because okay. this one uh, <laughs> might not be that good. Right. Uh, we could also cover um, someone else in like the same comedy era as San- Sandler. So I'm thinking like a Chris Farley, for oh, example. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so those are my two, uh, propositions. I am leaning towards the, the side of, I would love to, to, to get another element going on in here just to sort of break up the Sandlers. Oh yeah. Um, but I also want to hear what the listeners think. You yeah. Can us at QB Halloween one. And, uh, also open to other suggestions. I mean, we've talked about, there's a lot of directors that we've talked about covering like Joe Dante and the Wachowskis and um, I think it'd be great if we could find something that uh, goes along with this stupid pun of our name. Um, <laughs> but if not, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But uh, Jeremy, does anything come to mind for, for you before we, uh, Oh, I mean, the listeners just, uh, you know, I think that there's, I think we could go, I, I think we can kind of, maybe do all of the ideas a little a little bit we could do a version of all of them where we can like there are some films that martin scorsese are in that he didn't direct like as Mm. an actor like i remember one in particular is called well i have to pull it up but it's about the red scare de niro's in it too it's a good movie oh that Uh, sounds good okay yeah it's uh, uh 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 let's see here um yeah, there's a the film is called Sorry. Uh Well, he's in a few dang, he's in he's in a few things. Let's see here. He's uh in a film called Cannonball. He's in a film called uh uh Round Midnight. Okay. Which is Yes. <laughs> uh which is another movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a movie called uh let's see here. The uh no, that's uh, Dreams. He's in Dreams as Vincent Van Gogh. Mm. He's in uh Guilty by Suspicion 
Like that's that's the Irwin Winkler movie. That's the uh, De Niro film. Um, so okay. we can cover movies that he's in as an actor. Uh, we can also cover the movie, the film Martin by George Romero, which Good is a idea. bit of a, hor- a horror film. Okay. Um, yeah. And then uh, you said Marty Feldman is another Marty. Oh, yeah. Marty Feldman. Yeah. We could we could definitely cover Marty Feldman stuff because he's great. Uh, specifically, you know, Young Frankenstein, obviously. Great stuff. Very good. Um, but yeah, so the, I mean, Martin Landau is another one. Martin Landau is another one. Yeah, so there's there's a few <clears throat> different uh, ways we could go. I would like. Uh, I think doing other maybe. Uh, you know, I'm sort of leaning towards the films Martin Scorsese was in, like continuing with exploring that guy as a guy. You know, is kind of fun um, to just do other stuff that he's that he's in that he's done that he's been a part of. Um, I'm into it. I didn't realize that he acted in that many things. Yeah, very so. selectively. Very selectively. Okay. He was in a few things, but he might have been in enough things to get us over the hump. I don't know yet. I don't know. All right. We'll see. All right. We'll see. And we might have I to think... do some Back to the Futures at the end. We'll see. But yeah, that's 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 the plan. I think that's yeah. the plan then is we'll 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 start going back to like switching off every week. Um, cause I really, I got, I need a break from Sandler after this one. I really need like a week, uh, to reset. And, uh, we'll, w- once we finish the directorial works, we will get into the, uh, thing that Scorsese is really known for his, uh, acting. his acting career. His acting. <clears throat> um, yes. cool. Good stuff. Always, uh. This is the kind of thing you don't get on a normal podcast, Jeremy. That's right. Uh, you don't get to hear, like, imagine if you could go into um, a restaurant. Okay. Uh, like imagine. a little bit before they start making your food, and you can just listen to the chef and his assistants. I don't know. I've never worked in a kitchen. <laughs> uh, talk about, hey, where are the tomatoes? They're right here. Okay, how about some onions? Do we have red ones? Sure. Wow. Let's make a salad, you know? I love this, yeah. So that's what we're doing. But uh, I guess now it's on. It's, it's, it's time for the real show, Jeremy. Uh, oh, boy. Ooh, baby, ooh, Before baby. we do that, not to uh, prolong this uh, talk of uh, the movie Blended that I'm sure everyone is very excited about. Uh <laughs> What uh, what what the hell else are we doing? Because we do have a Patreon, and I'm confused about what it even is. But maybe you can help me understand. It is kind of confusing, so let me put some of the rumors to rest. Uh, the Patreon is not a is not a place that you go that will kill you instantly. That was sort of mm. the rumor on the street is that okay. if you went to Patreon.com/slash Eric and Jeremy, you would die immediately. Uh, that's wrong. <laughs> um, the truth is. If you go to patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy and subscribe at the $5 tier, you will get access to hundreds and hundreds of bonus episodes uh, from me and Eric. And really, it is just sort of hearing us sort of slowly go insane over the years, covering stuff like The Baby, episodes of Tales from the Crypt. We definitely have covered a whole month of uh, where we covered the film Monkey Bone. We did a whole month where we covered the Paul Blart movies. It's a good time over there. I'm not going to lie. I would I uh I'm a liar, a notable liar, but I'm not lying about this, trust me. It's a good time. <laughs> Head on over uh freaking 
throw down some some De Niro and get more content about De Niro. Wow. Well said. Well said. <laughs> um Jeremy, while I was intently listening to your um uh your your whole spiel about the uh the wonderful Patreon we do. Yes. I did also remember that uh Scorsese does a filmmaking uh, masterclass. Oh, um, we could definitely cover that. Yeah, I don't know how those work, but if it's something that's like you just sit there and watch it, yeah, I might be into that. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. Sure. Into it. Um. Anyway, uh, a lot of options, but uh, you know what? We're not here to talk about anything but the return mm. of Drew Barrymore. Adam Sandler. This is the third time, I believe, um, co-starring, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, uh, you know, we definitely did Wedding Singer. Then we popped over to Hawaii for a little 51st Dates. And now we're back Mm. again in 2014 with Blended. This time, we're taking an African safari. Uh yeah yeah we are and you know this is one of those movies where uh, I I realized while I was watching this I was like man Sandler's got like Sandler's uh, uh what was the word that I used to describe it like a um he's got like a soft spot you know what I mean he's 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 like he's a romantic mm-hmm. that's the word he's got a romantic side I think he he must like doing these uh like romantic comedies because he, he's done a hell of a lot of them right um and every time i go into one of these like just go with it or blended um struggle to think of any of the other ones at the moment but uh i'm always like okay Bumped this isn't out. like a movie <laughs> that i would normally throw on sure. you know what i mean and i kind of go into it like all right, I'm 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 watching this as a as as research uh, for my very important podcast, and uh, I have to I have to remain objective. Right. Um, Is so that I true to though, do that Eric? Do you movie. not uh, like rom coms? <laughs> Romantic. I kind of like some of them. Yeah. Because um, I've been getting into them more like recently, like more like in my 30s than I was. Like in my 20s, I think I was like only wanted to watch really challenging dramas, really dark films and then or like lights out comedies. But as I gotten older, the two genres I seem to be liking more and more is action and romantic comedy. Those are the genres I I I've been appreciating more that I didn't appreciate when I was younger. I think it's because they're so formulaic. I get into the formula of them. Like, I kind of like that there's nothing challenging about a romantic comedy. That it's suppo- that it has rules. Sure. You know, that it has to follow. And you can do them well, or you can do them poorly, you know? Um, yeah, I get what you're saying about uh, romantic comedies, though. I guess what I'm saying is, like, I like a romantic comedy in the right sense. Uh, context, you know, um, obviously like a, a date or something, um, or even, I don't know, like my family members 
Sometimes we'll throw on something in the drama- in the romantic comedy mm. genre, and it's uh, it's fine. It's kind of yeah. It's 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 always sort of like reliable, you know. It's like the uh, horror movie. You know what you're gonna get. Romantic comedy. I think the problem that I have with romantic comedies is always the comedy part, because <laughs> I think that a lot of romantic comedies. The comedy is kind of like an afterthought or something. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, I think you're right. Or or it's just the sense yeah. of humor of it is sometimes not uh as we say it's not goaded it's not goaded with the sauce, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Um well hey I'm assuming you have not seen this movie before. No, I haven't. In fact, I kind of never really heard of it, really. Like, like even like when we started the podcast and I knew we were going to cover it, I was like, blended, blended. Why? There was a couple like that, and to be honest with you, they were all the romantic comedies. Those are the ones that I hadn't even heard of. Like, I had, had not heard of Just Go With It. <laughs> you know, I had not heard of Blended. And there's still more on here I haven't heard of. But, yeah. How about you? You seen this one? <coughs> I have not. Uh, I There were parts of this movie where I was like, I think I saw some of this on cable or something um, at some point. But, no, I don't think I've seen it. Um, so this is the uh, this is 2014. Came out. Frank Karachi. This name sounds familiar. He's definitely worked with Sandler before. Okay. He is the director of The Wedding Singer, The Water Boy, Click, Zookeeper, Here Comes he the do Boom. 50 First Dates? Uh, no, he did not. Interesting. But Interesting he did that he did, directed yeah. The Wedding Singer. Yeah. Yeah, so Karachi, Sandler, and Barrymore all reunited for Blended. Wow. And we all got to witness it. Yes, we all got to watch. (laughs) He, by the way, Um, Frank Karachi, fun fact about him, if you go to his Wikipedia, and I, again, no no shade towards Frank Karachi, you know, love his work, has the weirdest looking facial hair I've ever seen on a man before. (laughs) Really? Okay, I got to see this. You've got to see his Wikipedia photo. It is like a chin strap that has like, places where it doesn't connect and then the weirdest like it's like the place where a mustache should be is on his bottom lip <laughs> okay interesting yeah i wonder if he shaves that he's got to shave that part below it right yeah i don't know well i think we were talking about frank karachi's uh mustache. facial hair yeah um yeah it's always it's always interesting to me when uh someone uh like does something with their facial hair right um that clearly requires uh, uh some like you know effort and stuff um yeah like and and then it's bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah well when they do it. I didn't say that necessarily but uh but like the uh like the John waters mustache. Yeah, that's good. Got, that's iconic. Yeah. That's like it's can you imagine trying to like shave that? It seems you have to be really precise. Mm-hmm. He's probably accidentally like cut it off. Shaved <laughs> yeah. part of it off. Yeah. Right. 
But uh, anyway, this is, uh, like I said, uh, Drew Barrymore, uh, Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do we have in this movie? We got Kevin we got Nealon. Kevin Nealon. Uh, what do you think about Kevin Nealon? Huge fan, my guy. Are you are you a, a Nealon head? Yeah, I like him. Oh, he's, I love uh, him. He's uh, 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 he's good. He's good. Funny I liked him guy. a lot on. I like him when he shows up in in, in movies in like random roles like this where yeah. I'm not expecting him. I'm like, okay, he's he's funny. He's uh, done uh, 13 Sandler films. He, uh, I literally am looking at his book on my shelf right now. I just got it. It's called. Uh, I exaggerate my brushes with fame, and it's a good book, Eric. You should look into it. It's like he paints, uh, he draws characters of people he's met in the business, and then writes a little, like, summary of them. So, like, his experiences with like Johnny Carson or Andy Kaufman or Lorne Michaels. It's pretty good. Um, Terry Crews. Uh, Terry Crews doesn't really make me chuckle the you way like Kevin Nealon does. Yeah. He's like a little over the top for me, I think. Yeah. Like it's just a little too much energy for me or something. I like him a lot in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but that's also a show I don't like very much. So I, sure. don't, I don't watch it all that often. But yeah, Terry Crews can. I, he definitely has the potential to be funny. He's been funny before for me. Right. I'm not usually laughing out. Like I wasn't a big fan of him in, um, what was it? The Longest Yard, you know. Um, right, but and not here either. He's not. This is not the best Terry Crews, but uh, um, Wendy McClendon Covey is great from mm-hmm. Reno Nine One One. Yep. Uh, and Jeremy, I gotta say, I think I've seen enough Joel McHale okay. uh, in the last in the last month on this podcast. Because wasn't he? He was the dad in Becky, right? He was the dad in Becky. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Bella Thorne is in this movie as Larry Friedman. Uh, Eric, I feel like uh, it's a great time to bring up Bella Thorne and the controversy mm-hmm. behind Bella Thorne and her OnlyFans. You seen this? Uh, Have you heard about this? No, but I'd love to hear uh, Mr. Leno. <laughs> <laughs> She, uh, no, I mean, I don't really know the full extent of it. She got kind of in trouble because she went on OnlyFans and started a channel and made like $2 million on the platform. Um, and I believe the controversy was like other OnlyFans creators were upset with her because she's a huge star. And her defense was like, well, I was trying to, you know, Remove the stigma behind sex and sex work and the negativity that surrounds the word sex by itself by bringing a mainstream face to it, was her excuse. But uh, yeah, Bella Thorne, that is how I heard about OnlyFans, was through from this controversy. This is back in the early pandemic days when OnlyFans was just sort of starting to boom, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, I had not heard of that, but, uh, you know, same thing with podcasting. Right. Like I get it. I'm like I get why you would be mad about that. Uh, it is like super annoying that there's like, um, like podcasting used to just be like not to be this guy, but it used to it used to be just like nerds who like knew how to do this and didn't have right. Right. like another outlet or whatever. Right. And 
to just have these like multi-million dollar like podcast networks bring in like you know people from the office to right. <laughs> talk about the office it's or like Conan well O'Brien i guess every is, other yeah. podcast about the office is now not uh relevant because right. whatever who cares but uh all i'm saying is if um paul w.s anderson starts a podcast i'm gonna be ticked yeah what if he started I, a podcast about us <laughs> <laughs> Man, we would get we'd be getting a lot of a lot of shade thrown at us, I think, I if think he so. if he did. But uh anyway, uh blended, let's see if there's any um, you know, silly little bits of trivia in here. And I gotta imagine there are. Oh, uh I want to shout out one other actor in this who I think is really good, and it is um uh 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 uh, 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 uh Hold Never on. heard of her. Hold on. <laughs> uh, her name is Jessica Lowe as Ginger, Kevin Nealon's wife. Very funny, these two in the movie. What else is she in? She reminded me, or I feel like I've seen her. She's in a show before. called The Minx. She's in Righteous Gemstones. All hilarious stuff. She's in a voice in Bob's Burgers. Um, Interesting. Always in super funny stuff. Gotcha. Um. Sorry, I was looking through her filmography because uh, I can't figure it out. But there's something I know her from. Um, blended. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that there's probably not a lot of great trivia for this, right. but I, I do, um, think it's cool that Ladysmith Black Mombazo is in this. Right. Um, the band that sings back up for Nickens. Uh-huh. Uh, if you don't know who Ladysmith back, Black uh, Mombazo is, they are the, the, the band that plays on Paul Simon's Graceland. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, very uh, cool. Kevin Nealon said this was his favorite of all of his movies. That's interesting. I mean, do you think he's funny in this? I think he's great. I think he's pretty funny, yeah. Do you think he's, like, what do you think he's funnier in? I'm currently looking at his IMDb right now. Uh, He's funny in Joe Dirt, but he's only in it for like a second. Movie-wise, I would say he's in Happy Gilmore. What does he do in Happy Gilmore? Oh, he's a big part of Happy Gilmore, right? Really? I thought so. Yeah. Huh. Um. Hot in Cleveland. No, it's a TV show. I don't know, but uh, I don't think he's not funny in this movie. I just think he's uh. I feel like I've seen funnier Neelan. You know what I mean? Oh, he's really actually... You know what? Remember Just Go With It when he plays the guy who has all that plastic surgery done? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's a funny look for sure. For sure, yeah. Um, Let's see. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, some of this trivia is like... they There's a 
they the same name as something that's yeah. in the wedding singer. Yeah, and, somebody named their kid after Adam Sandler's kid. It's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> um Drew Barrymore's dance in the end credits is the same dance from a scene from Never Been Kissed. Uh Alexis Arquette makes an appearance towards the end, reprising her role as George Georgina, the keyboard player from The Wedding Singer. Yeah, who's um, passed away yeah. since, you know. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Final film. Mm. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, as, as expected, not a lot of crazy uh, backstory behind this movie, but you know what is crazy, Jeremy? What's the plot. That? Let's get into it. All right. Divorced Lauren Reynolds goes on a blind date with widower Jim Friedman at Hooters. It goes poorly. Uh, Lauren and Jim run into each other while on errands to the pharmacy, and the cashier uh, mistakenly switches their credit cards. Uh, Jim goes to Lauren's house to switch the cards back. Uh, Jen is at Lauren's house and has broken up with her boyfriend, Dick, Jim's boss. Although she and Dick had never had already paid for a trip to Africa, Lauren commits to using Jen's portion of the vacation package without knowing that Jim intends to use Dick's uh, as well, and that the hotel accommodation is for a romantic suite. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, what do you think of uh, you know we got Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler back at it again. What do you think of these characters? Um, I kind of, this is new. I think for them to kind of be fighting or at odds, it kind of reminds me of the dynamic that we have and just go with it. Um, I, I think I'll always prefer their chemistry, you know, to Jennifer Aniston's and Adam Sandler. Like I like Drew Barrymore and Adam together better, but maybe that's just because of my fandom of, Wedding singer, I I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I what do you think? I'm not, I'm not I'm not particularly impressed with like this opening or. or like, yeah, same. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I don't know. It's there's like it's a weird mix of like c- comedy and and uh, like a lot of like just awareness that these two are in a movie together again. Right. Um, and, and then there's also like the sad backstory of, you know, Adam Sandler's, uh, wife or Jim's, or uh, wife. Yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> I don't know. He, he's kind of like, I never love it when Sandler is like a mean character and yeah, his he's character's a jerk. not like, he's been meaner in movies, but yeah, I, it was hard for me to like sympathize with this character at all i i i think the perfect i mean combo is like in in the wedding singer when he's kind of just like a shy loser yeah Yeah. and he's like moody because he's been dumped and he's so cartoonishly angry about it like again i i think what i finally landed on and i've mentioned this in other episodes specifically just go with it but what i've landed on like why i don't like these as much as maybe the more absurd comedies is because sandler isn't really doing anything in these movies he's barely playing a character at all it's just kind of he's playing like a lazy guy (laughs) 
like a guy who doesn't right. have a lot of energy. Right. And it's like not as charming as I think they thought it was for him to play that. Like, I think it, it definitely works sometimes. And I, but I think you're right. Like, Wedding Singer is the perfect example of it working. Because it's like, he's still playing a character. It's not exactly himself. But it's funny. And it's like, but it's grounded. Uh, right. You know? And I just like this. And to a much greater extent, just go with it. I really just feel like he's sleepwalking through the performance of it. This is not as bad, though. But it's still not my favorite mode yeah it's interesting because like the this movie he's like in the wedding singer i mean people kind of knew who he was but he sort of almost had to be this like like he couldn't approach the wedding singer the same way as he did with this character right because this character it's almost like he's there's like an awareness like assumed that like oh this is adam sandler um playing this you know, character or whatever. Um, and cause like a lot, he's got a lot of like little, there's certain like ways that he delivers lines and jokes and things that, you know, they're probably not like references to other movies, but just like things that I've noticed that he does in a lot of movies. Right. And, uh, I think there's something kind of cool about that. Um, yeah. And like comforting, I guess, t- to know like, oh yeah, this I I think I know what I'm gonna get out of this movie um, ahead of time, but I just think there's like with this movie there's just like impo- It's he's like not disconnected from being like Adam Sandler in real life or something, right? Like unlike like Uncut Gems or something where he's a completely camouflage into a different background or something. He's a different person. Um, right. I'd like to also add to this that in other Sandler movies, there's stuff that I'm immediately into right away and that like the title sort of infers that I'll be laughing at for most of the movie, right? Like The Wedding Singer is interesting because it's like a throwback 80s movie. So already that's like exciting. And it's about a wedding singer. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. I haven't followed around like a wedding singer's like life or job. Like, it's mm-hmm. cool to see that. The problem I have with Blended and Just Go With It is that from the titles, I cannot tell what these movies are going to be about. <laughs> like, I know right. Wedding Singer is going to be about a wedding singer, but Blended is about two down on their luck people who are generally just like not dating anyone. And then they end up having to go on vacation together based on some convoluted reason. And what we're laughing at is mostly just the place that they're like them in the place they're going. So it's like, they're not funny. What's funny is that Africa is funny and like them getting into hijinks in Africa is or Hawaii or on a cruise is funny. Like even Jack and Jill, I know exactly what I'm going into that movie thinking. Oh, it's Adam Sandler playing twins. Hilarious. I don't care where they go. It's going to be funny wherever they go. And that movie stinks. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, this is like even worse because it's like, I don't even know what blended means. 
Yeah, I still don't. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's. It, it, I think you, I think you got it. You 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 distilled what this movie is uh, very well. Um, but uh, going on, the families are put together for a blended family moon, uh, where they get together with other couples, including the oversexed Eddie and Ginger. Uh, Eddie's new bride is quite his junior who wrote this to... they need to go to jail <laughs> <laughs> you could have just wrote eddie's new bride is way too young yeah uh, it's very young yeah to the chagrin of their teenage uh son jake on whom jim's oldest daughter hillary develops a crush at first sight the kids make an awkward impression with each other uh with brendan calling his mother hot <laughs> and the others uh not knowing how to react to espen acting like her mother is there with her uh, as she is not ready to let go of her yet. Uh, over time, the kids begin to bond with each other and each other's parent. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I guess we get... Uh, I don't know. I just feel like... There's usually, at least in these movies, like some recurring joke that I that I like. But I feel like none of them really landed for me. Like the... Uh, the Espen joke. I didn't right. think it was that funny. Um, oh, because ESPN. Yeah. I don't like him. But, I, I kind of just don't like Jim in, 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 in for most of this movie. And then he comes around and I like him again. But it's like, don't call your sis, your daughter Larry. Like, what are you? What are you like a lunatic? <laughs> like, don't call. Don't call. Don't name someone ESPN. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I think that like the idea of this character, just like a a single man raising three daughters, mm-hmm. is like interesting enough. Yeah, me too. To have like this, you know, romantic comedy story. Um, Agreed. But anyway, uh, Jim Bond, Jim Bonds, <laughs> Jim Bond, uh, Jim Bonds with the boys helping them with adventurous sports while Lauren Bonds with the girls helping Hillary to change her tomboyish look into a more feminine one leading to Jake becoming her boyfriend. As they become closer to their children, Jim and Lauren begin to warm up to each other. They inadvertently get uh, together for a couple's massage and have fun with each other. Uh, when Lou asks Lauren to put her to bed, Lauren sings her Over the Rainbow, which unknown to her, was the song Lou's mother used to sing. Uh, the other girls pretend to sleep while discovering how much they truly love Lauren. Uh, she returns this feeling when she maternally kisses each girl's forehead as she says goodnight. Jim starts to experience deeper feelings for Lauren. How sweet. Very sweet. Did you ever watch Drew Barrymore's show? Like her interview show? You know, I've seen like clips of it, but I, she's always not a, a lot of it. She's always uh, crying. Is she? Yeah, she's crying. She cries a lot. Interesting. Like happy cries, sad cries. Oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. Cries. <laughs> Interesting. Um, Cry baby over there. <laughs> Uh, I love saying that when there's when I'm in the presence of like an actual baby that's crying. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of my favorite jokes to say. 
Uh, on the last night of the trip, Lauren puts on a black dress and she admire, that she admired earlier. She wears it that evening and receives admiration from everyone. Jim and Lauren are sat down for a romantic dinner, uh, which Lauren soon discovers was actually planned by Jim specifically for her. They chat briefly about basic parenting techniques and then pull in for a kiss. However, the last second, uh, Jim pulls away apologizing and explaining that he can't do it. Man, you know what, Jeremy? At this point, I thought the movie was going to be over, and uh, I know, and it probably should have been. This movie is two hours long. <laughs> it was really long. Uh, after returning to America, Jim realizes he misses Lauren, and that he has fallen in love with her, which he admits to his daughters, who are ecstatic with the news. Although Espen is not fully ready to move on from her mother's death, she also does not want her family to lose Lauren. Uh, she tells her father that her mother said that she had other things to do in heaven. Uh, Wikipedia links to heaven. <laughs> yeah. The page for heaven. And we're uh, now going to go there to read a little bit about heaven. Eric? And, uh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> now nah, I can't get it to load. <laughs> uh, and would not be around as much uh, at the kids' behest jim goes to lauren's house to give her flowers only to find her ex-husband mark there uh tyler gets excited to see jim and wants to play ball mark bullies jim into leaving then ditches tyler uh to answer a summons from work mark tries to make a move on lauren but she refuses his advances because of his continuous failure to be a good father in addition to his having an affair during their marriage and you know what, yeah, Joel McHale would. He would. Um, yeah, I've only ever seen him play a, a, a jerk. Well, in Becky, he's not. He's not? No, he's like a dad. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> I can't remember. No, Maybe uh, I just think, you're thinking of, think um, he's a jerk. You think of Kevin James. He was a jerk in that movie. Right, right. No, I'm thinking of Steve Martin. Yeah, that's what um, you're thinking of. Lauren and Brandon go to support Tyler at his next baseball game, along with Jen and Dick, whom Jen has worked with, worked things out with, and his five kids. Uh, Mark does not come to the game. Jim and his daughters arrive to show encouragement, inspiring Tyler to hit the ball, as Jim had taught him in Africa. Uh, Jim then finds Lauren, and they admit to wandering are wanting to be together and they kiss uh, to the happiness of their kids who know they're already a blended family. Ah, blended. There, The word comes back again. Did they say that, though? I, f I feel like they didn't. I don't remember them saying it. They could have said it, but I think that... See, they the should have, like... It, it's also well, the same they, concept as just go with it. One of them has to work at like a smoothie place or something. At least. That would have made it make sense. Right, right. One of them works for like a big smoothie corporation. And like maybe Drew Barrymore owns like a little mom and pop smoothie shop. And Adam Sandler's trying to take over the mom and pop smoothie shop. And Drew Barrymore has to, you know, she's like picketing the big smoothie corporation. In the right. end, Jamba Juice. Mm -hmm. In the end, you know they learn to work together. 
And that movie's not good, yeah. <laughs> but it's it it has it made the title makes more sense. You know what? I think we uh, I think we might be onto something. Um, blended. It's a good idea. Um, Jeremy, what? Uh, I suppose um, at this point in the podcast, we should probably give this movie a rating out of Chucky Freckles. So, out of four freckles, how many would you give Blended? I'm giving it a two. Interesting. Just go with it. Got a 1.75 for me. So, and I like this just a little bit better than just go with it. Not by much, but just a little better. So, it's got the Jack and Jill, and that's my boy score of two. What about you, Eric? Uh, I'm going to give it a 1.5. <laughs> not a huge fan. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm not. I'm not even trying uh, on this one. I love it. I'm, Phone it in, pal. You deserved it. I mean, I'm not even trying to like defend the Sandman. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I feel like some of these I go in and I'm like, I'm what still like, thinking? oh man, Billy Madison. I love that movie, but yeah. then, you know, um, I'm glad that this podcast exercise has led you down a path of progressively disliking your childhood hero. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, nah, I still like the guy. But, uh, Jeremy, next we are going to, uh, let's go back to doing Sandler and Scorsese's week to week. So um, then next week, are then, we going to cover, uh, the, uh, uh, Shine a Light? Are we covering the Rolling Thunder Review? What are we covering? Well, what, um, what do we have left, like, chronologically? Well, we kind of skipped over Shine a Light a while back. Oh, gotcha. So that would be... Let's do Shine a Light, then. Okay. Yeah, we can. It's going to be... It's a concert film uh, of the Rolling Stones. Uh, it is just a concert film, so we will just be talking about, essentially, concert footage. I think Scorsese's in it twice um, to kind of give a little bit of uh, flavor in there. Uh, so we will check out that. It will be fun. Let's just see if it's available streaming anywhere for our beautiful listeners. It is. It is on something called Fubo TV as Fubo. well as Hulu, Roku channel. Fubo, Hulu, Roku, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also find um, it on Apple TV. You can find it probably on Amazon. That's my favorite is when I try to find a movie for like on this for this podcast for like 20 minutes and then I realize that it's just on YouTube for free. Yeah. That's happened a couple times. That's great. Um, great stuff. But Jeremy, uh, good times, my man. Head on yes. over to that Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. We're doing Christmas stuff this month um of course so you'll have to hop in and see what that's all about it's good stuff uh we believe in santa over there on on the patreon that's right we do um and uh jeremy any final words before we sign off please no norma i'll see you in my dreams (laughs) 